Blog Talk Radio. It's Film Festival Radio, the show where superstars and future stars happily coexist together. And now, here's your host, Janice Malone. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Film Festival Radio Show with me, Janice Malone here. And we have some really interesting guests. we got two guests for you, and we have some auditions. Oh, my. The auditions are always so much fun because you guys, you listeners out there, you just respond like crazy. And so if you'd like to take advantage of the information we have about auditions. These are legitimate auditions. This is not a bunch of mumbo jumbo, hocus pocusy stuff. Uh, this is real, these are real auditions. And, um, so you know how it goes. Get your pen and paper ready. Midway through the show between our two guests here, I will give you, uh, we have three auditions this time, and you can write down the pertinent information as to how you can apply from them from where the comforts of your own home where you live. Yes, it doesn't get any better than that. You don't have to be in L.A. or New York or Atlanta. But, I mean, you can if you that's where you live. But it's no longer a total requirement that you have to pick up everything you own and move out west or move up north or wherever. Because, thanks to technology, we can do it from our own homes. Okay? So stay tuned for that. Well, let me get to our first guest. Oh, uh, gosh, this is such a fun, this is going to be so much fun. For those of you, you know, our show is based here in Las Vegas. And for those of you who are longtime residents of Las Vegas, I'm not, I've only been here about 18 months. And so uh, our guest is, is, is very new to me, but I cannot wait to see his show. So for those of you who are longtime Las Vegas residents, and you're very familiar with all of the fine entertainment that's in Vegas, you are familiar with performers extraordinaire, Stevie Mack. And Stevie is a world-renowned, famous creator. He's a host and performer, all kinds of events, top events here in Vegas. And his latest is a 12-act Las Vegas variety show called Mr. Daddy's Cabaret. What a name. What a name. What a name. So uh, I cannot wait to see this. This is an unbelievable comedy show. It's a magic act burlesque is circus acts and it all just opened just recently on the world famous Las Vegas strip uh in the down I think that's in the downtown kind of in the the Fremont area I think uh and this show again it, it pushes the boundaries of Las Vegas entertainment it showcases really unique local performers uh it's like an adventurous show Mr. Daddy's Cabaret, uh, again, is the title of it, and it's brand new. It has that 
brand new fresh car scent to it. It is so new. And it all takes place at the newly renovated Mosaic on the Strip venue. I've not had a chance to go there. Our office is not that far from there, actually. And this show has been really it's just received a lot of really good critical acclaim. And again, Stevie Mac, for those of you who are familiar with him, he is one of the shows that he's known for is his Man in the Mirror performance. And he is the ringleader. He's the uh he's just the guy. He's like the 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 three ring master of all of this, all of this new show that he's doing. Now, some of the acts include psychedelic showgirls, uh, a magic act with a twist. Uh, there are drag queens walking on stilts. Now, that's, that's some talent right there. Uh, there's beatboxing with live percussion instruments. Uh, there's a freak show clown. Ooh, there's a snake sh- charmer. Yeah, you know, I don't, snakes, I'm not friends with snakes. But, hey, it's all in fun and it's all in performing at Mr. Daddy's Cabaret. And as I said, um, Stevie is world-renowned for doing his Man in the Mirror act, which has dazzled audiences from all around the world. Uh, He has this handmade glass suit. It's a real suit. It is made of glass over 5,000 mirrored pieces of glass. I've not seen that because, like I said, I'm still relatively new here, but I want to see that act from Stevie as well. Now, if you would like to see Mr. Daddy's Cabaret right here in good old beautiful Las Vegas, it runs every week, Tuesdays and Wednesday nights, starting at 9 p.m. Pacific time. Tickets are limited, but they can still be purchased. Go to the website, MrDaddyExperience.com. And Mr. is MR, it's not spelled out. MrDaddyExperience.com to get your tickets to this really cool show here. It, it is, it sounds like it's just, it's kind of sounds like Bernie Man meets old school Vegas, you know. But again, Mr. Daddy's Cabaret and, uh, They've got some seats waiting just for you. MrDaddyExperience.com is where you can get those tickets. So uh, our green light is blink-a-blinkin, and that means we have Stevie Mac online here. We're going to bring him on board and talk to him more about his latest 12-act show. So let's bring Stevie on right now. Hi, Janice. This is Stevie Mac. What's up? Well, hello there, Mr. Mack. How are everything going for you this afternoon? <laughs> Everything's going really great. Actually, I'm super excited. I'm feeling like I'm um, floating on cloud 10. Well, you, you have a right to feel on cloud 10 or 12 or 15. Um, mm-hmm. The opening of Mr. Daddy's Cabaret. Uh, tell us all about that. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know where it's about, really. Um... So, Mr. Guy's Cabaret started as, um, I, okay, so I met Dean. Okay, this is like, a, that's a very loaded question. I'm going to start at the beginning, I'll start at the beginning. Um, I throw events here in Vegas. Uh, I've been throwing events for a very long time. Um, 
anime as, as epic entertainment. We do like uh, themed events with artists like all over the place, like Burning Man and stuff like that. So I went to a meeting at the Theater Mosaic on the Strip to do a uh, potential event there during the COVID situation. And I met Dean there on uh, January 12th. And uh, he's like, yeah, we're not doing any parties here. We're only doing shows because of the theater. However, it used to be a night, like a nightclub still. He's like, he's like, we're closed on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. If you like, he's like, if you send me a proposal for a show on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, I'll entertain it because my doors are closed anyways. I was like, okay. Oh, shit. Well, uh, oops. Sorry about that. But, um, okay. Um, I was like, okay, well, let me, let me, it took me like, it took me like two weeks to really like dissect that, like digest, digest that, um, you know, what he said to me. So, yeah, so um, that sunk in. I was like, I cannot let this opportunity slip by me. So I started working with um, my uh, my ex, Laura, about it. And I was like, yeah, let's do a variety show we can call Because I know so many um, entertainers in Vegas, and everyone was out of work, you know, because of COVID. So, um, yeah, so we... I said, my wheels were spinning. I can't have this opportunity to go by, right? So I um, said, okay, cool. I'm going to get a variety show going. I'm going to host it, right? So then uh, I went up with Tita, which is one of the acts hypnotizing hippie in the show. She's amazing. And she's a circus performer. And she's a boss woman. She's just such a great soul. And I was like, Tita, we have an opportunity to do this. Are you game? She's like, yes. Like, let's meet at my house on Tuesday. And we did it. So we met on Tuesday, and we said we decided to call 16 of our, our like, we knew acts that were down and um, see if they're down. So then we met the next Tuesday. We wrote, I wrote the proposal out. I sent it to Dean, and um, he didn't get that. And he's like, nothing. And I, so I, I called him the next week, and uh, he's like, yeah, I got it. And he's like, we're really didn't really say, like, what you're going to do. I was like, yes, I did. This is the proposal. Like, you didn't really say, like, what day it was. I was like, yes, I did. It's like right there. He's like, okay. But you didn't really tell me, like, what the house wanted, what you're, what you're going to give the house. So I was like, you didn't tell me what you're going to charge me. You just told me to send your proposal. He's like, okay, cool. Come by tomorrow at 7 p.m. I'm like, cool. I'll be tomorrow at 7 p.m. Right? So me and Tita went there at 7 p.m. the next day, Wednesday. And, like, I showed up. He kind of, like, forgot about the meeting, I think. Because he comes out of this restaurant that's right in front of the theater. He's like, oh, look, he looks at me. And when he looked at me, I, I was like, he said, yes, already. I was like, he doesn't really do it. And he came and gave me a hug. He sent me down to the theater. He's like, I'll be right back. Let me finish my dinner. Comes back. We chopped it up. And he, we just, like, had this soul, like, chemistry. Because when the first time I met him, this guy was, like, on the level. Like, he's, like, the Michael Jordan of theater in Las Vegas, you know? This guy is, like, really good. This guy's amazing. Dean, Dean Coleman is the man in theater production, like Michael Jordan style. So, um, so we shook hands. And he's like, yeah, we'll run your show March 23rd. And we'll give you two shows. And boom, so we get, we get, so we got the rehearsals Monday, the 22nd. So we had like, uh, at that point we had like, Three weeks to get the show together. And so that was March 23rd. We did two shows, 7 o'clock and 10 o'clock. And I thought the show was going to be good, but, like, I didn't know it was going to be good. It was really good. 
and the reviews were just so amazing, so amazing. And then Dean invited us to come back to uh, the theater. And then the city opened up, though, right away. So, like, he had sports shows running there, and his bandwidth was extremely exceeded. So there was, like, no room for, um, like, no room for us. Mr. Guy's got room right now, you know. So, and then finally, like, everything settled a little bit. He had, he had all his ducks in a row. And um, I, we, I don't know if you ever, like, told me to call him again, see where he's at. He was like, hey, man, I was just thinking about you. Like, let's meet up, boom. And we got Tuesdays and Wednesdays with Dean Coleman up, then Wednesday on the strip. And we went over rehearsals, and it was like, bang, and we did our, we did our fourth show on Wednesday, big show technically. And it went really good. It's an amazing show, and our cast, and like, our, all the cast is like so individually, like, amazing. Like, they're, all their acts are so dialed in, and they're all vocal, and they're all just like, so unique and just different in all their own ways and just so much passion in the show and it's like just a, such a great collective group of people that we have in Mr. Guy's Cabaret. It's, it's unreal. Well now, I understand this is a 12-act variety show and you are not only the creator, you're not only the creator, but you're the host and you perform in the show. Um, tell me about some of these, these, these performers. Psychedelic showgirls? A snake charmer? Oh, my goodness. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so Tonic Tribe, yeah, the Tonic Tribe is a group of dancers. They are amazing, led by Lydia. And, uh, they, so, they... I can't really take too much for this super sexy, but um, yeah, they they're really, really good. They're vulgar dancers, and they they do um something. They, so the show starts with them mixing that Las Vegas feel, the showgirl status, and then it busts out into um some psychedelic, like, you know, and it leads you into that journey. No. That's so <clears throat> Tell me, because I know a lot of people, and I've never understood this, a lot of people have a fear of clowns. And I understand that your show has a freak show clown. So how cool is that? Or if, so people who have the thing about clowns, should they, what should they prepare for for the freak show clown? So, um, it's not sure. He's like a clown in Star Kind of Destination. Honestly, I should I mean I couldn't put it any other way. <laughs> okay. You know? But uh he, he's definitely he's definitely um a freak. But you know, it's like that freak that you kinda like, you know? <laughs> that that kind of freak that you're not like you're comfortable with this freakiness because you're not threatened by it. You know? But like, because, you know, it's just, he's a clown. It's, it's just, he's just doing his thing. He's doing his clown thing. Okay. Except he's yeah. kind of a, a freak show clown. Yeah. Yeah. Tonic Star Five. Now, okay, this show, it, it all takes place to understand uh, uh, the building, Mosaic on the Strip. So... How many how many shows are you doing? Um, and, and give us the dates, the days, I should say, again, uh, and the time slots as to when people can come out and see this. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, so um, we're doing, 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 we're doing
Yeah, so um, the show is every Tuesday and Wednesday okay. at 9 p.m. at Mosaic on the Strip. The, um, the show is so good. I mean, Sonic Tribe is one of the acts. Then we got, uh, we also have so many amazing things. America's number one beatboxer is there. Okay. Okay. We got Johnny Boy Aerial Pole Act. Um, Tita, which is my executive producer, she has her act as well. She's the hypnotizing hippie. She has a snake charming act with like uh, mini faces that kind of like brings you on a journey and kind of hypnotizes you. And she comes out with a snake and just like, I don't want to give too much away, but like, yeah, he, it's hypnotizing hippie. And uh, Master Pockets is a really, really good shabari act that um that nobody's really doing in Vegas is like I don't really see anyone doing Shabari like that BDSM style like performance stuff. But it's very tasteful, it's classy, it's like um it's like it's good. It's in good, you know, it's very good. And then um we also have our artists there, Ryan Williams and her model is being painted. There's a whole entire canvas being painted on stage during the show. And our next show is uh July twentieth and twenty first. And so but we're, because we're dark on the 13th and 14th. But we're every Tuesday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. And there's so many other acts. with the sisters, the circus sisters. Mm-hmm. We have ones, the Shekalini and the Sonic and Lola. They do, they're amazing. Like, I don't know, they're built for circus. It's insane. But they go hard. <laughs> Real hard. And they, I mean, like, this, she's doing a balancing hula hoop back, and the sisters, like, throwing the hoops at her, catching them all, she's like, balancing that. She's doing 50, 50 hoops at a time. It's just like super hot. Like they like doing it, like smiling. It's so cool. And their sisters, and their sister comes out with feet juggling, like throwing these things or feet, like cards, and like I mean, I've never seen anything like this before. Honestly, like oh, I've never seen anything like. And then we got Rudy Cody, the magician. This guy's been on Nickelodeon. He's like he's an OG magician. Like um, like Rudy Cody is a is a legend. One of my friends came to see the show the other day, and he was like. Dude, I seen that act on TV when I was a kid. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you still can't figure out how I did it, right? And I was like, neither can I. <laughs> you know? And he's like, he's like, he's not, he's not that guy, right? We were doing a meet and greet after the show. And I was like, I was like, yeah, dude, that's him. He's here. Like, what's up? And um, so, so, yeah. I mean, and then there's Jen Rinaldi. She's, she's like, Jen Rinaldi is one of the most great, baddest women on the planet. Honestly, like, she is she's an inspiration to everyone, and, like, all women around the world. Like, Jen Ali is a goddess. She's, she's on another level as a performer. She has triple booked every day in the city. She's doing all these crazy things. And she does, like, her chain. She literally went to Home Depot and got chains. Chains. You know, like, silks? You know, like, aerial silks, right? Yeah. So she, like, imagine that with chains. Involved somewhere in, in all of this? 
Okay, we are back with more of the show, wrapping things up here on Film Festival Radio Show. And I will tell you, if you are a fan of reading uh, kind of mysterious, fun fiction that's a little bit, uh, shall we say, kind of sort of 
I wouldn't say supernatural, but it is mysterious. In other words, if you are a fan of best-selling author Robert Beatty, and of course he is the author of the mega-successful book series, the Serafina series, well then you are more than familiar with his writing. It is superb. And his uh, book that just came out, actually just about a week ago, is called Willa of Dark Hollow. And I said, as I said, if you have the... Uh, the Serafina series, you are more than familiar with this man's extremely talented writing. And so with the current book, our main character, yeah, I'll tell you just a little bit about the synopsis here. Uh, our main character is Willa, and she discovers a mysterious dark hollow filled with strange and beautiful creatures. She comes to realize that it contains a very terrifying force that seems to be hunting humans. Ooh, don't you hate when that happens? But anyway, um, hunting humans, this force? Okay. Uh, so it, it asks the question, the book, the storyline, I should say, asks the question, is this unleashing some kind of dangerous spirits? Uh, you know, is this the key to, to stopping the loggers? That's another part of the storyline. We want you to, of course, get the book and you'll know more about that. So our character Willa must find a way to save the people and the animals that she loves and take a stand and a stance against a consuming darkness that threatens to destroy her world. Willa has her work cut out for her in this book. And as I said, if you are familiar with Robert's uh, previous novels, the Serafina series, you are ahead of the game because you already know how his writing flows and what some of this storyline is all about. So again, we're going to bring him here in just about what? 60 seconds, and he will talk with us more about his current book. Oh, yeah, yeah, we've got it here. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, somebody in the studio here was uh, just asking about uh, the book here. You know you cannot have my book. But anyway, um, we are always delighted to have these very talented authors because uh, so many of them, that we present on the show, their books are turned into a lot of times uh, Netflix series and uh, Hulu movies, Netflix movies, just all kinds. So again, uh, he is online. Our line is blinking here. Robert Beatty Willow Willa of Dark Hollow is his current book, and so we're going to bring him on board right now to get more details in the writing and the making of this book. And um, I know. A couple of people who are very familiar with his work and they love his his uh, books. So let's bring him on board right now. Hello, is Janice? Hi, this is Gretchen. I'm calling from the conferencing center. How are you? I'm great, Miss Gretchen. Just waiting for our chat here with Robert. All right. Um, this is going to be taped, right? Yes, it's going to be taped. Correct. Okay, and then do you know when it's going to air? Uh, I know it will be sometime next week, and we don't have an exact date, but it's either going to be next Thursday or Friday of next week. Okay, perfect. Okay. All right. 
All right, and then hard oats at 139. Okay. We'll be ready. And we'll see. All right. And I'm going to go ahead and patch it through one moment. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Robert, you are now on the line with Janice. Hi, Janice. Hi, good afternoon, Robert. Such a pleasure and just a delight to chat with you. You're such a best-selling author, New York Times number one best-selling author of the Serafina series, and now you're back with another, sounds like another hit book that's uh, going to follow in the footsteps of Serafina or more, Willow of the Wood. Uh, so let's just jump right in here. Uh, as I said, your books are just so beloved around the world by young adult readers and us grown-ups too. Um, Willow, just the current book, Willow, I, sh- I keep wanting to call her Willow, but it's Willow. Willow discovers a mysterious dark hollow filled with some strange and beautiful creatures. That's the, the basics of the book. So tell us, take it from there. Take the baton and run from there about the rest of the book. Right. So Willow of Dark Hollow is the name of the book. Uh, you don't have to read any of my previous books. You can just jump in with this one. And Willa is a unusual 13-year-old girl. She's actually not human. She's the last of an ancient race of indigenous people who lived deep in the forests of the Great Smoky Mountains in 1901. So she has been taught by her grandmother to love and truly understand the forest and all the animals and all the interconnections between them. But then these loggers start coming in and cutting down the trees, and so Willa has to figure out how she can use her magical powers to uh, cope with this threat and to fight for the people and the animals that she loves. So it's sort of a mixture between historical fiction in terms of the the setting is a real-life place in the Great Smoky Mountains, and a mixture with mystery thriller and magical fantasy for both readers and adults. Well, now, what do you think it is about Willa that makes her such an appealing heroine for young preteens and tweens and teenagers and adults as well? Well, I think one of the things is that the way I've written the book, you're just immediately pulled into Willa's world. Uh, the action starts immediately. You're inside Willa's mind, and you're fighting along with her. And she's in the forest and uh, immediately gets into a situation that she has to figure out and and deal with. And I think that just helps people get pulled into her world. And she's kind of uh, interesting because she's, as I mentioned, she's Farron, which gives her certain powers. Um, for example, she doesn't have white skin or black skin or brown skin. She actually, her skin color changes to whatever she's near. near. So, for example, if she's hiding in the bushes, her skin will turn green and leafy. Or if she's standing near the trunk of a tree, uh, her skin will, will turn brown and all craggy like bark. And she's also 
has other powers. For example, she speaks an ancient language that's so old that she, that the animals of the forest actually understands her when she speaks. So her friends are the wolves and the otters and the, the bears and the other animals of the forest. So there's, I think those various elements help pull people into her story. Now, uh, Serafina, again, of course, is a blockbuster uh, hit book series. Um, your, your work has been translated into over 22 languages around the world. There. So what does it feel like to have your Serafina series and now Willa both being used in classrooms throughout the world? Well, it's really wonderful and gratifying. I've been writing for many, many years, so... I'm an, a very appreciative author of his fans and readers, so uh, thank you to everyone who is reading my stories. It feels very good. Um, this Willa and Serafina are being taught in over a 1,000 classrooms nationwide, so that's very cool. I greatly enjoy that. Now, I wrote the books for my daughters originally, and I have three daughters, and my goal was to write stories for my daughters that depicted unusual girls that had a good and heroic heart and were having to deal with lots of challenges and a big scary world and show this girl coping with this world and and fighting against her enemies and taking action and making decisions. I just thought it would be really cool to show uh, a female protagonist in that sort of story. Yeah, it brings a, a fun fantasy meaning uh, to girl power, especially for that age group. That's exactly right. It's very much about the, the girl power and the coming of age of figuring out what she believes in and who she believes and who she wants in her life and doesn't want in her life and what sort of action she wants to take in the world. Well, I've got about three or four minutes left. I'm going to ask my last question here. Uh, as, as we know, Serafina to the screen. Willa, I understand, is uh, Willa going to the big screen or the little screen or both? So right now we're working on bringing the Willa books into a live-action uh, television series, multiple seasons, so that way we have more time with Willa and more time to tell her story. Uh, I'm actually working, I'm one of the executive producers, and the other is Amy Adams, the famous actress. So she owns a production company, and uh, her 11-year-old daughter and Amy Adams read the Willa books out loud to each other as their bedtime story each night for several months and fell in love with it, and uh, her daughter said, Mom, this is the kind of movie you should make. Aww. And so Amy Adams went to the, um, the the studio that actually owned the rights to the story, and so now that's how we're working together to bring Willa to the screen. Oh, wow, that is going to be so much fun for kids of all ages, us big kids too. And so we will look forward to... Willa of the Wood coming to the television screen, the streaming screen, or whatever screen that you guys decide that it's going to uh, be shown on. So, Robert, again, thank you 
for bringing us yet another very entertaining series of books. And again, the book is Willa of the Woods. So, Robert, thank you so much for the chat. Thank you. Okay, take care then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This is Drew and Jonathan Scott, The Property Brothers, and you are listening to Film Festival Radio with Janice Malone. It's acting up. News about auditions and tryouts that could make you a star. Okay, we are back with more of Film Festival Radio Show with me, Janice Malone here, and it's audition time, as promised. And so grab your pencil and paper and get ready to write down the email addresses if you are interested in one or all three of our audition announcements, starting with audition number one. Okay, are you currently in an uh, online kind of relationship. They're calling it a flirtationship. <laughs> That's a different one. Now, if they're they're looking for people who are in online romances within the continental US and you have never met your person, the person that you're involved with online, but you would love to meet that person and participate in a new fun reality show. So again, people who are in online relationships never have met the person before and you want to meet that person. Well, you are in luck because there is a new reality show and they're looking for people all over the nation. And what you need to do is submit the following, your full name, your telephone number, city and state where you and your romantic interest live. Uh, send one or two recent pictures of yourself and the person that you're, that's your romantic interest, I should say. And just, you know, just give a little bit of a background about your relationship. How did you meet? Um, you know, just really fun things. And don't, don't go too long now. They don't want a long, long, you know, you know war and peace or anything like that. So again, uh, send your full name. Phone number, city and state where both you and your uh, romantic interest live. Send one or two recent pictures of yourself and your romantic interest. And just a small little something-something about your relationship. And what you need to do is send all of that. Email it to holder, H-O-L-D-E-R, holdercasting at gmail.com. That's holdercasting at gmail.com. And you need to get those in by July 30th. So you got to hurry. It's not that far away. So... Uh, you know, what is an email? You can do it all in 10 seconds or less. So that's audition number one. And always remember, if you don't have a pen and paper right now or cell phone or whatever you're going to write on, email us info, info at filmfestivalradio.com. Okay, audition number two, Marvel Studios. Yeah, that Marvel Studios. They are looking for super fans. Are you a super fan of the Marvel Super Power Women? 
series. And if you are a Marvel super fan and you would love the opportunity to participate in a a once-in-a-lifetime television opportunity, listen up. Marvel Studios is looking for super fans, again, of Marvel's superpower women, whether it's uh, Black Widow, Gamora, uh, Captain Marvel, you know, you know all of them in that family. Uh, they are taking on super fans and they're doing a kind of a nostalgic and uh, powerful, fun journey to celebrate those fun, powerful Marvel characters. And what you will do is that you will be representing them as their super fans, these super action heroes there. So if you would like to try out for this particular audition, there's a website, superfancasting.com. All one word, superfan, F-A-N, casting.com. Go to that website. All of the details are there. So if you are a big fan of the superpower women from Marvel uh, Studios, this is your opportunity. Maybe you'll even not only get to be a part of it, maybe you get a costume, probably even get paid for it. I'm sure you will. Okay. And finally, our third audition. This is for people who are trying to find unknown family members or solve maybe a family mystery that has been a part of your family, maybe kind of looming over your family. Uh, There is a new reality show, and they are looking for people nationwide who are trying to resolve family mysteries, you know, about your family problems. Uh, If you've had some, uh, you know, and they're, they're doing it through their DNA. Take DNA test to find out if they can help you solve what is the mystery about your family. Uh, Are you trying to identify your father or your mother? Are you trying to find some unknown siblings? And can a DNA test help clear up some doubts or rumors about your family? Yeah, so they're looking for people who want to take a DNA test to kind of clear up the air clear up the mystery about something about your family that you don't have an answer to, that you would like to have the answer to. So in other words, can a DNA test change your life? They are casting immediately for this particular uh, reality show. And if you are interested, this is what you need to do. You need to send your first and last name, your age, your contact telephone number, the city and state where you live, and include a brief paragraph about what it is about your family that you are trying to discover that you think can be resolved through a DNA test and send a recent photograph of yourself in a JPEG format, please. So once again, your first and last name, your age, a contact telephone number, the city and state where you live, and include a brief paragraph about your interest and why you want to do a DNA test to unravel and solve whatever this mystery is about your family and a recent photograph of yourself in a JPEG format. And you need to email all of that to hillary.smotherman at shedprod.com. Very unusual email address. Uh, Hillary is spelled 
H. Some people spell Hillary with one L. In this case, it's two L's. H i l l a r y dot smother s m o t h e r smother man m a n at shed s h e d prod p r o d dot com. That's Hillary dot smotherman at shed prod dot com. That's it. And again, if you can't get all of that. You know how to get us. Info, I-N-F-O, info at filmfestivalradio.com. And we will just forward you the entire email address of any or all three, whichever one you're interested in. Maybe some people are interested in two or three out of three. But anyway, we will look forward to receiving your emails. And we look forward to you auditioning for these auditions. That's why we love bringing them to you. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more of Film Festival Radio and our next guest right after this. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Don't go. I, I see you. No, you can't go anywhere. No, no, not right now. Okay. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay, we are now totally out of time here. We kind of ran over a little bit, but want to uh, thank both of my guests and, oh gosh, of course, all of you listeners around the world that we have, of course, we want to thank you as well. So want to, again, go back and thank our, our first guest, uh, Stevie Mack, the head ringleader and the mastermind behind Mr. Daddy's Cabaret that is going on right now every Tuesday and Wednesday right here in great, beautiful Las Vegas. And, uh, of course, this is the uh, the huge 12-act review in Cabaret that uh, is just a must-see. I've seen clips of it, and it's fantastic. I plan on going to see it myself. And so I uh, want to thank Stevie. And also want to thank thank our guest we just hung up with, Robert Beatty, uh, best-selling author, New book, again, is Willa of Dark Hollow. And we're going to break it down and sign it off right now. And we want you to make sure you tune in with us for the next edition of Film Festival Radio Show. So have a great rest of the week. And uh, we'll see you on our next episode. Don't forget to write us East info at filmfestivalradio.com. And we'll be more than happy to, like we always do, write you back, check on you, see how you're doing. So we'll see you next show. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.